Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I am Michelle of Chippy. Oh. Boys had a sleepover last night. Oh. Uh-huh. How are you? Like I put them to bed at. Well, it's just my nephews, and usually it's fine. But we had people over for drinks last night, and then I had a group coaching call to do. And my husband's having a work crisis, so rather than just quickly putting them all to bed, so that he can carry on working, he got really stressed out by trying to work and trying to put them to bed. So I came off my call at about nine, and then was like, "Right, should we go to bed now?" So they didn't; they weren't asleep until half ten which is fine, but they were up at six. I So it, it's not terrible, but I need, I need, it's cumulative lack of sleep this week will be the death of me. This could be my last ever Life Laundry podcast. Who will you have in to replace me, Gemma? Um, oh, this is random. Jennifer Saunders, obviously. Obviously. Um, I was watching. She'd be like, "I've been waiting for your call." Um, I was watching. You know, like um, you get you sort of scroll through Netflix and you know, like, oh, what, what should we watch? And we got on like some sort of police detective crime thing. Jennifer Saunders what? is in it. What is it? Called the Stranger. I've only done one episode. Well, I don't know. She's not. She doesn't look like she's playing a comedic role. No, it's just, she's, she's like, She's yeah, but I didn't like it. It. Um, Were you waiting for the? But it, the funny thing was right because I was watching it and all I could see was you, and I was like, "Damn! Like this is ruining. Chippy's ruining the program for me." And what was right. funny? What was funny was she's the, like the first opening scene. She's just feeding, like surrounded by dogs, feeding these two massive Irish wolfhounds. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is such a, this is messing with my head. I know it's Jennifer Saunders, but my everything is telling me it's chippy. That's so weird. Do you see it then? Uh, yeah. Oh, because I don't see it. Sometimes I feel it. Sometimes I open my mouth and Jennifer Saunders comes out. But there we are. So Jennifer Saunders, obviously, she'd be right up for it as well. Yeah, she'd be like, I've got nothing else going on. She's probably a bit bored. No projects in the pipeline. Nothing nothing going on. And she is a big, big listener. Yeah. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. (laughs) Friend of the show. So she'd be the obvious choice. Who would I get to replace you? Obviously, you're irreplaceable. You are irreplaceable. I think they'd have to be Northern. Yeah. I mean, what? I just thought of Kerry Katona then. Um, I saw um, a... TikTok so basically that's where I live now on TikTok I saw a TikTok of Kerry Katona and it was just so funny because she was like she, she was obviously being interviewed for a TV like a morning TV show or something and she was saying um I have to sometimes and she's obviously joking right 
um so I have to google sometimes who my kids kids dads are I have to google it and then she went on father's day can't get a parking space around my house <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious she really made me laugh oh I didn't think she had it in her Terry okay, I'm I've always had a little bit of a soft spot for her. And then, do you remember when she was in my gym? Oh, I do. And like, I walked in, it was a Sunday afternoon in my old gym. And I really liked my old gym because no one ever went because it was a bit like shit. <laughs> but that suited me because there was no one ever in the gym. Whereas the gym I have now is quite swanky and there's loads of people there all the time. Anyway, I walked into the gym and she was just stood there and she just went, okay, with this massive smile. And I was like, oh. But you know when, like, you know you know someone and you can't work out whether you know them from real life or not? Mm. But you know you know them. So I just went, hi Like that, thinking, I must know this person. She must come to the gym all the time. I've just obviously had a brain fart. And then it was, like, five minutes later that I realised who it was. And I'm, like, texting Mike going, Kerry Katona's in the gym. It's like, whatever, because I see famous people that aren't really famous people everywhere. Yeah. And I'm, like, trying to, like, text him surreptitiously. Yeah, she seemed lovely. Oh, um, she really is. I'm going to shut the door behind me because the traffic is really picked up because it knows we're recording. The fans, She is the genuine girl next door. Harry Katona. Yeah. You're looking at her. Yeah. Yeah. She really is. Uh, yeah, girl next door. It's that sort of girl, the Kerry Katona kind of girl who makes me still really impressed with Victoria Beckham. Oh, look, Kerry Katona admits she regrets getting a free boob job last year. Good. Um, I'll expand on this, Victoria Beckham. Well, because I think with a lot, especially probably not so much now, I don't know what it's like now. I don't know if the laundrettes are aware that I'm not that into popular culture currently. Could all change. Who knows? Um, but I feel like Atomic Kitten, Spice Girls, NSYNC. It's probably not more bands. What were the ones? All Saints. You had, it's like, I can visualise it as the springboard in your teen gymnastics class. You remember those? You probably don't have them now. You ran at them. You bounced on them. They made you go a little bit higher. They made a really loud noise. I feel like in the 90s and early noughties. Oh, she's making notes. I am. I want to say something, but I'll never forget it because I am perimenopausal. <laughs> Carry on. Um, being in one of those bands was your springboard in life, right? Not many of us got it. Many of us just have to go through life without the springboard. Mm -hmm. If you're in one of those bands, apart from Justin Timberlake, 
you're probably not the best singer. You probably fit the bill at the time for the look. And I think it's a truth universally acknowledged that Victoria Beckham is not the best singer and probably Kerry Katona is not the best singer. But what Victoria Beckham has done is she's used that fame. It could have been, it would have been very easy for her to divorce David Beckham and get into an online singing match about him having an affair. It would have been really, allegedly, it would have been very easy for her to carry on trying to be a singer because that's what she was doing. And instead she shut up. She probably made his life hell at home, but she shut up. She stayed married to him. They had another kid. She has a good eye fashion wise. Uh, I'm sure I've said this before. She went and learned every aspect of tailoring. She went and sat, she knows how to sew. She could, she went and learned all of it so that she, and I feel like she made good use of the springboard. Whereas Mel B, favorite spice, scary spice, didn't necessarily, do you know what I mean? She's had some quite bad relationships. She was in a horribly abusive marriage for ages and she kept kind of releasing singles. And that's fine. But I just am always like Victoria Beckham used that springboard and used it well. Do you know why, though? And Emma Bunny was. What? Because she really doubled down on her stereotype that she was given as Mm. posh, right? Yeah. Because that none of those names existed, and then that journalist just gave him the name, didn't he? Yeah. When he wrote an article right at the beginning, um, and I don't think, from what I can see, she's actually. From obviously, uh, she's not my bestie or anything. I've actually never met the woman. I know that's that's surprising and seems so weird. You're in the same circles, but um, she's always always miss her. She's always going out the door and I'm coming in. It's weird. Um, yeah, but she's always like when she like does a proper interview. She's actually really funny. She's really funny. I love that one where they where did the Ali G interview. I can't, I can't remember that where they've just had their first baby. And they, Ali G says, when he grows up, do you hope he's going to be a footballer like his dad or a singer like Mariah Carey? And she says, uh, I th- hope he's either a footballer. I hope when he grows up, he's a footballer like his dad. And I hope when I grow up, I'm a singer like Mariah Carey. And it was so quick. And I was, yeah, she's, she's funny. And she, but she, but Emma, Baby Spice, also successful. She's, does radio the dream job you know and but I just think there's a lot of missed opportunity and I think Kerry Katona is um a a very good example of like where it can go wrong in terms of bad decisions that probably bad managing and that kind of written down here okay 90s fashion okay I am alarmed Right. Do you know when like we were growing up? It's really back. Yeah, right. So when we were growing back up, we were growing up and it was like, oh, it's 60s is in. And like yeah. our parents like, oh, I remember when it was in the first time round. Chippy, you do realise that that's now us. 
we can remember when really low I just saw a girl I just dropped Ben off at summer camp I just saw a girl and she was in the lowest slung cargo pants and a crop top and I was like no 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 don't go stealing that we did that we we did that we did that <laughs> it is and the other day I got on a on a train back from I I, I felt really old got on the train back from London with Joe. we went to the theatre it was my highlight of the week couple of weeks ago and there was a girl she was wearing platformy trainers do you remember those I used to have a pair of those yeah and wide leg trousers and a hoodie and they were drinking first of all, off and I want to say something it's actually not legal to drink on the okay I'm old but also I felt I'd been like look look they do make your legs look longer but you do look a bit scruffy on the top but probably underneath, she'll have had like a, a little top. Yeah. Because, but I literally was like, oh God, this would be me before I moved to London, getting the last train back from London with a boy. Boozing so I am the train. fairly alarmed about that. And, and that reminded me when you said All Saints, because they're all, it's like everyone looks like All Saints. Yeah. All Saints were like the urban-y, well-dressed. My sister and I always had this theory that you wanted to look like All Saints. They were the coolest. Mm. But they would be bitches and actually Spice Girls would be nicest to you. You think? Yeah. She was like, All Saints would be bitches. Yeah, but that was Probably. their like... At E17... There oh was a massive... Like polarize polarization. E17 scared me. Like, like we've spoken about this before. Like in boy bands, boy bands, I would always gravitate towards like the, the baby-faced guy because he didn't intimidate me sexually. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? Take that. take that weren't gonna force themselves upon you. Who was that dude in E17? He was really nice. He was with his backwards cap. The tall guy. Yeah, the really tall guy. Wasn't he really nice? There's always a tall guy as well. E17. Yeah, he looked like the nicest one. He looked like the one that if you would, if the other ones would try, Tony Mortimer. He looked like, oh, he was always going to be the designated driver, you know, the sensible one. He looked like if, what's the little one called? With the hats, the silly hats. Yeah, he had some proper hats. Brian Harvey. Brian Harvey. Brian Harvey. Tony Mortimer is the who you'd go to when Brian Harvey was trying to force himself on you after a party. That's what I think. That's that's how I read it. Sorry, Brian, if that's Hold wrong. Hold on a minute. Didn't Brian Harvey go out with Kerry Katona at some point? Oh, pro- not yet. Mm, McFadden, McFadden, McFadden. Who's a McFadden? Um, he was um, not cold. The Irish ones. It- Boys own. Yeah, um, Brian Harvey, Kerry... Katona. Oh dear. Uh, he's 17 and not aged well. Oh no, Daniela Westbrook, Brian Harvey went out with. But yeah, don't think like Brian Harvey and Kerry Katona. If I was their manager, I'd be like, you guys go on a date, get get together, sort it out. Yeah. And Very um, yeah. I was watching like again on tiktok tiktok now 
knows that I really like the 90 throwbacks. I really like the throwbacks from the Big Brothers. I used to, when the Big Brother started, Mike takes the mickey out of me still to this day. I used to watch it. I used to, I was such a, I was an early adopter of the Big Brothers. Oh, I remember the first ever Big Brother. We were on holiday in Cornwall. And literally, like, my whole family would watch it. We'd all sit down and watch it. Do you remember when they used to do the live streaming on E4? No, I think I checked out by then. I I, I used to have that on yeah. all of the time. Gemma. I was a fan. Um, yeah, and so TikTok, no. So I, I get loads of throwbacks from Big Brother. I get loads of throwbacks from, like, the old X Factor auditions, like Harry Styles. Cheryl, Cheryl Cole and that sort of thing. Um, oh, I don't. That give, uh, that almost makes me feel uncomfortable. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I just oh, when you said that, I had like a physical uh, to it. What the program? I never liked X Factor, but I, I don't like this sort of. I hate Simon Cowell. Okay. I, I don't like this. I don't like the idea that you can publicly humiliate someone because they think they're good when they're not, because it's cruel. And I don't like the idea that you feed people in, like Leona Lewis, who you know are going to win, to make it look like it's a fair competition. And I don't like that there are... They say it's the X factor, but really it's the pop factor. And they still have a certain type or certain, uh, yeah, it just makes me uncomfortable about humanity. So three things. Firstly, I absolutely agree. Now, I used to love it back then, but since doing the job that I do now, I can't abide it. Yeah. I can't abide any reality TV in fact, I hardly watch any TV at all now. And like, and I used to watch everything I used to watch. Gogglebox, I used to watch. You used to watch X- Love Island. I never watched that. I, watched I it thought one, you did. I watched one series and I couldn't quite get over the, the, the bikinis going up the bums and I just felt uncomfortable. Not, not prudishly uncomfortable. It just made me want to pick, pick it up. Coming from a, a, a thong wearer of long yeah, stand. Yeah. I know, I know. It's, it's strange. Um, but... I do I, I now can't abide anything like that 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 where the tv company knows full well that after this series this season that person's dropped off the you know that's it no support for that person and I have a strict criteria now in my house I'll only watch telly and this is going to sound awful I'll only watch telly if the people on the program are truly talented and what I mean by that is a proper actress a proper actor, someone that's like talented. I will not sit and watch mindless TV anymore when I used to be probably the main consumer of it because I think I now look at it really cynically, Um, especially like when you see all the trolling that happens to a lot of the Love Island and it's horrendous and like Big Brother people that I just, and Big Brother's coming back, isn't it? I read somewhere. Um, But there were three things. And I can't remember the other two. So yeah, I told you if I don't make notes. Hang on, hang on. What were we talking about? Yeah, reality TV. Um, TikTok was showing you 90s throwbacks, X Factor auditions. 
Nah, it'll, it'll, it'll come to me. Oh, that's the thing. I've written it down here. Look, I have written it down. Have you, oh, that's it's all coming back. Right. Have you ever watched the um, Peter K parody of X Factor? Probably, I mean, I feel like I've watched most things that Peter K has ever done. Where he is, he's a, he, he's a female singer. He plays the part of a female singer who wins. Geraldine. Yeah. Oh, Geraldine! Oh my God! It is. It it's like because Cat Beely's in it. Um, he is one of the most talented people ever, I think. It's not cool in comedy circles to like Peter Kay. Why? Because observational humor is not considered is considered the lowest of the low in comedy. Oh. Well, it was so called like, Britain's Got the Pop Factor and possibly a new celebrity Jesus Christ superstar on ice. That's what the parody was called, right? And it was just, um, it was just funny. So if any, if no, if none of the laundrettes have watched that, go and Google that because it is hilarious. And if anyone is looking for a new book to read, I can highly recommend Chart Throb by Ben Elton, which is basically a parody of X Factor. Very, very good. And it, it's, basically a deep dive into what you it's a fictional book and what you just said the fact that they're feed feeded like fed in feed it in fed in, and in. The, i mean i read this years ago and all of the researchers so you know how like you have all the people queuing up and then they like i've been queuing up for two hours you know and you know and then there's the people at the front they in the book they categorize them let me see if i can get this right singers blingers and mingers so they have a list so like properly can sing this person they're like i don't know what a blinger was anyway and well, they, they can't are, really sing but they look amazing maybe i don't know but but it and it really it's it really looks into the dark side of it it's very very good book i like ben elton as a writer he's a good writer i, I agree um yeah, the whole thing makes me uncomfortable, so I don't really watch it. I mostly watch true crime documentaries. Yeah. Or, um, I watch The West Wing a lot. But I cannot deal, I'm like emotionally stunted. I do think I need quite a lot of therapy. Uh, for example, I'm watching The West Wing. One of the main characters is going to die in the next series. So I think I'll probably stop. I mean, I've seen it all before, but I can't. There's an amazing series called Friday Night Lights and we were watching it while I was pregnant and I just had to stop because I came, became so emotionally involved. Like I can't, I'm better at facts. Oh. I want my TV to make me feel good. I don't want my TV to make me feel bad. Okay, this is my positive for the week. We're moving on because I because because it's eight minutes. Never go first. You always throw me in the deep end. Well, I am going first, right? So you've got time to think. Okay. I found out yesterday that you can book to go to the live Peloton spin classes. I thought it was invite only, but no, 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 no. There is a website, and you can book, and it's in London. It's in Covent Garden and you can just book it like you wouldn't book any normal spin class. I mean, I didn't understand half of that, but yay. Oh, I'm excited. 
What did you just say? You were silent. I'm very excited. I'm going to book it. Are you going to book it? Yeah. You're going to go into London to do spin? I'm going to go into London. I'm going to try and book a class with Hannah Frankson because she's my favourite of the British ones. If, if I was going to the New York studio, I'd, I'd definitely want one with um, Cody, but I'm not going to go to New York. I don't love it that much, right? Unless they invite me. I mean, I, who who is with me? Fast forward six months and Gemma will be like, I'm going to New York. I love it. I love it that much. What's my positive of the week? I'm so excited. It's my birthday on Sunday. I know, and I won't forget this year. No, it's not Sunday. This year? Last year? No. I thought it was the 31st. 21st. We got the first in there. Let's write it down. It's on that list. This list, if you die now, and Mike comes upstairs in a few weeks to clear your office with Margaret, what will happen is he'll just see this list that will be like Brian Harvey, Brian Harvey 21st, <laughs> Tony Mortimer, Kerry Katona, the end, spin class, Covent Garden. Right, so what's your positive apart from it's about your birthday on, on, on Sunday? Is that not enough of a positive? Right. I'm reading a very good book. That I, and it's been a long time since I've read a book that I literally have been like, oh, I need to do the washing up, but I'm going to read a chapter of my book first. Uh, it's very old, old book. Oh, my God, we've this is on the bloody YouTube, and I look like something's gone wrong with my face um mind hunter so it was now a look it says now a netflix original series i have no interest in watching the netflix original series because it's a fictional it's not a documentary if this was a documentary i would watch it but it's not a documentary so i'm not going to watch it so for years i avoided the book because i was like but it's by John Douglas, who is um, one of the first, he is the first FBI profiler. So he could say, if if you were murdered in your office, he'd come in and be like, the perpetrator is a ghost. She's a woman about 40 years old. Name begins with M. Probably likes thumping around on a Thursday. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, so if you're like me and you've been putting off reading Mindhunter because of the TV show, it, I literally can't put it down. Okay, so two book recommendations on this episode. I feel they are they they perfectly represent you and me. Mindhunter yeah. and Sharp Frog by Ben Elton. Yeah. <laughs> it's got us covered. We should do a reality TV show where you and I get sent to a, a desert island. Yeah, but you see, I would never watch it because I, I refuse to watch people that don't have any talent. Yeah, but we wouldn't have to watch it. We'd be in it. <laughs> it would be ticking all the boxes. You wouldn't have to watch it. I could just read my book by the thing. We'd be cancelled after a month, but that's fine. We'd have had a month on a desert island with my book. All I need, Gemma. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you and see you next week. Say goodbye, Chippy.